Good morning, everyone. Here we go. Brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. My name is Steve Cashel, joined by my usual co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is the head team physician with the Chicago Bulls and co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Start with this, Dr. Cole. We had a great Chicago Sports Summit back on Wednesday, didn't we? It was wonderful, Steve, and you did a great job. I had fun with moderating... uh, the sports agents had some great, just great guests. I don't know how you guys put it together. Ann Pitcher and her, and her group really do a wonderful job, and your people from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, uh, great stuff in the lobby, great uh, silent auction, and uh, terrific topics. Yeah, and, you know, the whole thing is a philanthropic event. We raised over $200,000 with the event last Wednesday, and, um, you know, I think the audience feels like it was just a great educational experience. There's just a lot of value there. And, um, we, you know, you look at the room at 7 in the morning and you look at the, the room at noon and it's still full. Yeah. So I think that's a good testament to the quality of what we were talking about. And uh, panels were awesome. It's an annual event. Next October will be uh, another one. So look forward to it. Hyatt Regency Chicago was the spot, and we had a great time. We invite everyone to uh, join us next year and look out for that, the Chicago Sports Summit. All right, Dr. Cole, no bigger injury in Chicago right now than the injured shoulder of Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Six plays into the game last Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings and reportedly a dislocated left shoulder with a slight labrum tear does not need surgery. This is what sources are saying, and he should be back sooner rather than later. He um, is traveling with the team to London for their game against the Raiders, but unlikely to play. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty straightforward decision-making. The first thing is that it's his non-dominant arm, and that's huge. Um, I don't know if he actually dislocated the shoulder completely because I no one's talking about, to my knowledge, an event where they actually went to pull and put his arm back in position. But what you can do is say, look, he had the equivalent of a shoulder dislocation based upon the MRI findings. And even if you have a labral tear, you can get back. So this is an ideal situation to try to help someone avoid surgery. You know, traditionally, if it's his dominant arm and you're in a collision sport and you get hit in a certain way and you truly dislocated your shoulder, you have over an 80% chance of re-dislocating. And um, that's for, for a, especially for a male collision athlete. So, but this is a different situation, non-dominant arm, kind of a random thing. Um, and he uh, has a good chance of getting back traditionally in 10 to 14 days. Uh, we've seen, in fact, that's what the literature supports, 10 to 14 days of discomfort, and you can give it a go again. Uh, you remember we've done that in the NBA before. We've had players, uh, Joakim Noah tried to do that as well. So um, it doesn't always work. You can have a recurrent event. And when there's a lot at stake in this situation, they're working for a playoff spot, right, doing really well. Uh, so I think there's a lot at stake. So to offer early surgery under the auspices that will prevent another dislocation may not make sense in this situation because it isn't for sure that it will dislocate again, non-dominant arm, mind you. And um, while there is a slight chance of additional injury, for example, if he dislocates again, I think you weigh all the you weigh all the different factors, and in this situation, professional athlete, non-dominant arm, what they have at stake, it to me makes perfect sense to go for a non-surgical uh, 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 treatment with the hopes that he gets back to play. Is it more about the labrum tear or the dislocated shoulder? I would say that it's well, that's a it's a loaded question, Steve, because almost every traumatic dislocation where the shoulder comes out of position is associated with a labral tear. At least eighty percent of them are. So. Um, that also gives them that risk of recurrent dislocation. I've seen some shoulder dislocations or partial dislocations without labral tears, and I think those have a little better prognosis in terms of not coming out again. 
but we operate on people, not tears. And we would never recommend surgery just because there's a tear. You recommend fixing it because you're trying to reduce the chance it would ever come out again. And you can, you know, that's a negotiable factor. 